Uh, this is Nick. Uh, you're listening to the DU Football Show, Drunkard United. Of course, up the blades and fuck the owls. Welcome back from Charlotte, Sammy. Hey, I'm back. That's Made a, it one piece. Very good, very good. Uh, I noticed uh, you were incredibly intoxicated because you went into your English accent on each one of your Facebook Live videos, which tells me Graham shit-faced. Yeah. So I... Uh, Drank a lot of beer. I got to tell you, as we venture into whatever this is about to be, I am reminded of the immortal words of one Whiskey Dicks. All a right. sight so obscene, barely muffled by screams... A shit show supreme. Let's start the show! Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the train wreck, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? I don't know that train wreck is the proper thing. <laughs> I, I watched I your tend videos. To, I tend there to is keep live it video evidence of your shit show. I, yeah, I mean, I was very drunk, but I do typically keep it together for the most part. All right, so I'm going to be a bit of an ass. Um, I'm going to be a bit of an ass right now and just uh, go ahead and call you out. Do you know who Whiskey Dick is? Do you know the song that I referenced at all? I've had Whiskey Dick before. I don't okay. know what uh, what band that is, though. Okay, it's only going to be the band that's going to be doing our fucking theme music, uh, Whiskey oh, and the Kidney Stones. That, that was oh, good. Written, written by our great friend Adam. So oh, that's very nice. That is actually his. So um, we are recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. So, Sammy? Tell the good people how they can get in touch. Of course. We are at Do You Football Show on all the social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, and then Do You Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email as always. Very good. Or, as I like to always say, Sammy, you can just drive your happy ass over here. That's right. Which is the case of both of our guests tonight. We have uh, Ray and Alejandro. Ray, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing? Wonderful. Allie, how you doing? Pretty good. Actually, you have to say, well, I sip down. Like, sip line down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just be yeah, yeah, that yeah, was literally right behind, <laughs> lives directly behind me. So, uh, boys, uh, why don't you both uh, tell us who you uh, who you represent? Who do you support as a club? Manchester United. Manchester United. Manchester United. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Sam? Too fucking easy. <laughs> That's right, boys and girls. Welcome to the Manchester United Shit Show Supreme. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, Sam, we actually have a sponsor now. So let's uh, take a quick ad break and uh, hear from them. No shit. Go right ahead, Sammy. Right. This show is brought to you by Dort Spirect. Sam, do you like never-ending pasta bowls? Why, yes, I do. Do you like oversized coffee mugs? Of course, don't we all? Do you drink to get drunk? Is there any other way? Then Dort Spirect is for you. Dort Spirect, destroying historic clubs since 2007. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sammy, what are we drinking tonight? So, uh, last week we had Palomas, uh, and this time we have the rum variant of a Paloma called a Flamingo. Excellent. Uh, the rum we're using in it is Ron del Barrelito, uh, which is a Puerto Rican rum, 86 proof. Uh, it's Puerto Rico's kind of main craft rum. Um, the, it's a aged rum blended uh, between 6 and 10 years old, uh, all in Chardoc barrels, of course. 
and it'll run you between twenty four ninety nine and twenty eight ninety nine on the shelf. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pricier rum, but it is really damn good, and uh, it's got a bit of a cult following amongst all of the uh, craft bartenders. So, yeah. if your town's got a bit of a fun scene, I know like uh, Houston's got a really great cocktail scene. So does uh, New York City, and of course DC is uh, very well known for its cocktail scene as well. Uh, that's definitely a rum you'll see behind some of the uh, funner kind of uh, fancier cocktail bars. Funner, <clears throat> whatever. I think it's more fun. I didn't fuck up any of the beginning. All right. So so if that's what you're going to point out, fucking victory. I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Let's have a good show, boys. Cheers. Cheers. We got a lot of people. All around, everybody. Air, 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 air. Clink, clink, clink. So, um, not the year United Those fans... clinks brought to you by Dort Spirect, by the Dort way. Dort Spirect. <laughs> Every time I say their name, I get 10 pence and a, uh, a bowl of chili. Oh, well done. <laughs> or pasta. Pasta would have been funnier. Uh, that would have been funnier. Sorry. Do you want me to fix that in post? No, it's okay. That's, just leave it. That's, that's why I write the ads and you just <laughs> speak a monkey, okay? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> What a dick. What a dick. <laughs> so not the year United fans would have expected. Typically, second year under uh, Jose equals a title. I mean, it's pretty much what he's done every single time for a second year under a club. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, instead, uh, we got the third year full down meltdown <laughs> of Jose, a complete fucking train wreck, and everything was a disaster. So there's a lot of layers to this onion that we can pull back on. So without even bothering getting into where they are now, let's just look first and foremost at your guys' thoughts on Jose Mourinho. What what kind of damage did you think Jose ultimately did to the club? Uh, well, let me start real quick. Um, I think one of the things that he did was trying to make it more as a defensive team. That Manchester United has never been as defensive team ever, so that's one thing I think that he did wrong. Tried to mess up with too much with the players, getting too much into arguments with them, confronting the media, just too much fans, every, everything around. Jose being Jose, pretty much. Yep. Right, your thoughts? I can go so many different directions with this one. <laughs> um, please tell us how you really feel about Jose. What a train wreck he is. Um, honestly, I think he just. Terrible fitness for the whole club. Um, benching players that should have been on the pitch constantly. Um, going after the wrong players, I think, like Sanchez. Um, I can keep going, but uh, I think we you know it's a train wreck. All right, so not helping matters at all would be the fact that you had contentious players, too. You just mentioned Alexi Sanchez. Um, Romelu Lukaku certainly didn't help. And really, the the queen bee of contentious players would be uh, Paul Pogba. Um, how much do you think, besides just the managing, how much do you think that those players individually impacted things? And what do you think their future holds? Uh, before you answer that real quick, I need to raise a beer to the both of y'all. I forgot to do that earlier uh, on the mention of Alexis Sanchez's name. Just thanks for taking that cunt off our hands. <laughs> really appreciate that. And back to the question. <laughs> well, at first I thought Ron, uh, Lukaku was a great signing from Everton. I thought uh, he would uh, fill in nicely for you know Zlatan in, um, that went over to the MLS. But now in hindsight... I wish we'd have kept Slaton and never signed Lukaku. So I'm hoping he's transferred 
sooner rather than later. By the way, thank you for that ninety million. That really came in handy for us. Oh, I'm sure it that did. helped pay for uh, Richarlison, which we're quite happy with. So thank um, you. <laughs> sp- speaking of Sanchez, I I know you know my friend to my right, Sam. Um, he told me not to take him, and uh, we took him anyway, and he was right. Uh, he's as usual. Yeah, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Pogba, I think he was a great signing from Juventus. I think we pay, overpaid for him. Uh, I think a record fee back like almost $90 million. Yeah, $89 million after you let him go for free four years earlier. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but, Brilliant piece of business, that. But I think when um, Gunner took over for Jose, I think Pogba started to play better, but I think his fitness level is just way down. And hopefully this, this year, if he stays... I think he has a chance to really improve himself. All righty. Ollie, uh, by the way, boys, y'all are being way too nice to your fucking team. <laughs> They're it's fucking okay. trash. Yeah. They play like shit. Yeah. There we go. There we go. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, uh, so what coming, you- coming from Ferguson, I don't think right now anybody out there that can bring that old Manchester United back right now, maybe all, all can do it. The way with the three players you're talking about, Alexis Sanchez, Pogba, and Lukaku. We didn't have a chance to see him. We were always defensive mm-hmm. all the time. So there's no way you can have those three players show something when the whole team is like, no, let's hold back. Let's keep it on Oh, back. yeah. Uh, we Things said like it that, how many know? times last season, you know, that yes. the, the players yeah. looked like they were in shackles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they were in jail. Yeah, they, and, they couldn't um, pass. And the, there was no better indication of that than the World Cup. Yep. When most of your squad was involved with their national teams, they stepped out onto the pitch at first in the, the first group game of the World Cup, and they all just looked around like, oh, this is what football's supposed to be like. Yeah, definitely. I'm happy. Okay, so now that being said, because obviously the shackles of Jose wasn't the whole season. So then what would you think of them? Because it, it wasn't like they suddenly just warmed up to the fucking club and warmed up to Ole. They kept being pretty freaking contentious, including Pogba. In fact, probably more so than anyone Pogba. So um, what do you think of their attitudes on the pitch towards the club? Um, Do you want to see these players gone? Do you think you'll be able to get rid of these players? And if you don't get rid of these players, are they going to, I mean, do you you think they're going to fall into line? I feel like, I mean, Pogba, I think we should keep him. Uh, I think we should give him another chance to see what he can, what he can really show up to the table. I think with Juventus, he did it. Um, I think he's capable of more things than I mean he's showing the World Cup like he's World Cup winner so I think he can do way more than he's doing the main Um Alexis and Lukaku I think um, you will never get the money back so it's pretty much you lost money you I don't think you should get rid of them uh, cut your you losses should, yep pretty much uh, try give it give a chance to the new players and the younger players give them a chance the, that way you can try to bring United back that's that's my thought. Likewise, what do you think of after after Jose was gone and uh, Ole took over? What, what are your kind of feelings on those players during that time? Honestly, I think uh, Pogba had glimpses of what he can do after Jose left. But I think, um, like you're saying, being contentious, I think he just, it was all in his head. So honestly, I think we should keep Pogba, give him, like like you said, give him one more year, see how he, how he well, how well he does on the pitch. But I think Lukaku needs to go. I think he's just too overweight, too slow to be a striker for Manchester United and definitely for the Premier League, I believe. Um, Alexis Sanchez is a has-been. Um, if we do decide to keep Sanchez, I think we maybe should try to move him to a center-forward position maybe instead of being on the winger. I, then, I know he had some success with that when he, on his club, on his uh, national team. 
And when so, he played for Arsenal, did the same yeah, thing. Correct, yeah. correct. So I mean, through the middle a lot. So I mean, I think we should at least try that. You know, see how that goes. But if if he's not willing to put in the effort and you know really get fit for this season, because um, he was hurt a lot last year, I think we just need to move on with that. He, one he well. played very well in the Copa America with his with his national side. Yeah, I agree. That's why I said I think you know he could he could have glimpses. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more freedom. If you want my opinion, I think one of the worst things that could have happened was Pogba winning the World Cup. I think he was already an arrogant player, and then that just blew it up even more. He came back. He obviously had all those bust-ups with with uh, with Jose Mourinho, and then uh, came in with Ole, and after a while started doing the same shit, you know? So um, let's go under the assumption. I'm actually going to jump ahead a few here. Um, let's go under the assumption that uh, Sanchez is on the team, but... You know, probably not getting a ton of playing time, despite the amount of money he's making. What do you think Ole's going to do as far as a setup goes? Considering he's got, it doesn't feel like he has one true tried and true striker. If he doesn't keep Lukaku, is this going to be a two man system, or is it going to be like you know a Rashford up top, Martial just behind him running off him? Is it going to be two wings? Uh, what, what what do you think the team's going to end up ultimately looking like offensively? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I think if we get rid of Lukaku, I definitely think you can definitely put Rashford up in that number nine position up there. I think he, um, I think Martial, he maybe can do two front, two fronters, like you're saying. Yeah. I think that would work really well. I think Martial's got a lot to prove. He just signed that new five-year contract. So I know he's going to, he's got a lot to play for. Um you can even put Martial on the wing a little bit and put, like you're saying, Sanchez on the mm-hmm. in the center along with mm-hmm. Rashford. And then you can have um, – I'm trying to remember his name. I can't – Lingard. Lingard. Yeah, Lingard on the other wing. That's what I was thinking. Thank you very mm-hmm. much, Sam. I appreciate that. And now you got uh, Daniel Had a brain James. fart. Got, <laughs> now you got Daniel James also. The, yes, uh, Daniel James. The yes. signing from Swansea. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I figure he's probably not going to start, but the kid will probably see some I don't know. I, one, one thing I – one issue I have with with some of the transfer business, uh, obviously Juan Basaka, in my opinion, was a great addition. You needed that player. Yeah, uh, and, with, and uh, Ashley uh, Young was so old, you right, needed then, to get better. Exactly, there. and Antonio Valencia yes. leaving, uh, going back to uh, his home country Lord, um, yeah. to play, yeah, uh, and closed his career out with you know one of his boyhood clubs. Um, but the Daniel James signing for me seems a little odd with Lingard, Martial, Rashford. There, they're linked with another winger. We'll talk about later. Um, and then actually completing the signing of Daniel James. It's almost like United has no plan at all whatsoever under Ed Woodward. So they're just trying to bring back as much nostalgia as possible to keep people on side. Um, bringing Ole in as the babyface assassin, right, uh, as as the manager. It came out this week that he had a kind of clear-the-air talks with Roy Keane. You know, so he's back in the mix somewhere helping out. Sir yeah. Alex is kind of the puppet master of Ole Gunnar oh, Solskjaer, yes. it seems. Um, and now you've got a young Welsh winger like Ryan Giggs that's now <laughs> going to come through. It's like not as hairy, but he, <laughs> but so it just seems like, you know, let's just throw all the nostalgia in, is the shit. Let's just throw all the nostalgia at the fan and see what sticks. <laughs> we're we're yeah. we're back to being Manchester United, where the club you loved. So yeah, and if we're just, not winning games, the fans won't get that upset because right. we're, we're we going this. in the yeah. right direction. Kind it, of it just, I mean, it's like you know when when um uh when Barcelona uh promoted Pep Guardiola. I'm sorry, um 
and that we want somebody from within and somebody that knows the DNA of the club and blow all these different things. It's like Real Madrid went and uh, promoted Zizou. Now you see Frank Lampard at Chelsea, and obviously that happened afterwards. Yes. Yeah. But for these massive clubs that are in a little bit of a rut, it seems like that's they want to try to follow that that plan, I guess, that that route to keep the fans on side, to get everybody excited and, and just raise the profile of the club that they've promoted somebody from within that, that was a legend at the club prior. I don't know what is that. I mean, that for me, it's not really a way forward necessarily. It's, I mean, I think the same way. I think um, I don't know. You gotta start something new. You need new tacticals. You need new everything. You gotta start moving players. You gotta start working from all the way from the bottom, start, especially from the young players that Man United has. Um, you gotta give them a chance. You never know. Like you never know. These young players, they move up. They can do something great for you. Um, about the team we're talking about, I don't think. The last game I saw against Inter, um, I don't think they, they're planning on keeping Alexis Sanchez or Lukaku. But I don't know um, anybody who could pay Alexis Sanchez. Um, yeah, that's the that's, that's the problem. I don't think I don't think week. I don't think he wants to leave because he's getting good money. Yeah, uh, so he's, that's one thing. He's the Premier League's version of Gareth yes. Bale. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, one thing there, you know, I was looking at the lineup, things like that. I was seeing Lingard playing really good behind uh, Marshall. Saying I think that's can be really well. I think Rashford needs to go back to the wing because I know he can use his speed and explode really good. Um, so I think that's maybe one of the plans they can do. I mean, James, I like him. Um, you know, he did really good at Swansea. So oh yeah, played uh, the game of his career against Manchester City in the FA yep. Cup uh, last season. Yes, fantastic. So he's again. I think just give him. I think they might give him more time and see you know how he can develop better for the Premier League. Um, do you do you imagine it's probably going to be. Uh, Mata kind of pulling the strings then in the center of the field if 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 Pogba's not there or I mean, Fred, Fred, you got jokes. <laughs> well, I mean the first game I saw Fred play, I think he was pretty good, but then it just everything just went downhill. It's just it's just like the rest of the season, pretty much. Um, we like uh, to be honest, I talked to you, Sam, to my left, Sam, you know, Houston right here. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, this is just audio, yeah. bro. They can't yeah. see that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you're just saying, you know, just making sure <laughs> I don't confuse it with you. We're surrounded by Sam. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, but like I was telling him, you know, when uh, Mourinho left, and <laughs> when Mourinho left, I told you know the team was gonna do better, and uh, they did it for three games, and that was it. Uh, yeah, they just went back oh, to the same nice old little, thing. They had a nice little run there for a bit with uh, what was it, eleven unbeaten, Sam. 15, I think 15, it was. In yeah. all competitions, I think it was 15. <laughs> yeah. I think it was 11 league games, but um, they but had it, that run in the Champions League also. But didn't it seem, for you guys, didn't it seem to have this kind of, uh, you know, put together with duct tape and chewing gum kind of run? You're like, you're like I'm glad we're winning games, but I'm not really convinced well, of what be I'm hon- seeing. To be honest, that was a lot like Arsenal's 22 game unbeaten run in the league or whatever it was, where or in, the, in all competitions earlier in the season. Same thing. It was like smoke and mirrors. Yes. You know, we were scraping games, you know, we looked a lot better than what the score lines would have suggested, um, but we never really convinced at the back. I mean, United had essentially the same exact run of form, you yeah. know, where the, you were not convinced at all defensively, but somehow they snuck two in and won two one. You yeah. know, every game. I mean, or or held out for a draw. You uh, know, remarkably, your your game against us um, yeah. played well for five minutes, scored two goals. You beat us two nothing. We dominated you the rest of the game. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, I mean, it, score. the very similar 
you know, yeah. runs of form there where they weren't totally convincing, but they were eking out results. So let's uh, take a look back now. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Um, and they don't have one of those. But yeah. Skip. So, so it seems like the wings are going to be okay. You you signed Wambasaka. He, he should now, of course. You know, you're you're buying a young talent who's had one successful year. He could come to United, and the bright lights could be too much. Who knows? Sure. He seems to have all the pieces to be a solid right back and to fit the system of attacking football that Manchester United likes to play out of the back. Um, it seems like um, Ole has held Luke Shaw long enough. Um, petted his head, told him it's all okay, and Jose's gone and will never say a bad thing about him again that matters. And it seems like Luke's okay. But the middle, Ike, it's 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 been a problem. It's, it's Some of the goals that were given up were certainly De Gea's fault, but I think you can also look at it and go, there was zero central defense. And of course, the big name being LinkedIn, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit Skodra later on. Mustafa. Exactly. Is... <laughs> Is uh, Harry Maguire? <laughs> is is Harry Maguire the fit? Is Harry Maguire the only piece you need? Do you think one of the other guys will find form again playing next to Harry Maguire? And ultimately, do you guys think you're going to get him? Oh, go right ahead. Um, I mean, Maguire will get a good fit if we get him. Um, I mean, the m- amount of money they're asking. I mean, it's eighty million. It's pretty much a little bit high for a defensive player. Um, but like on. Um, What's up? I mean, the, we got the the wings cover a little bit. We you know we low shot in there, mm-hmm. but the the middle center center defensive is so weak is the gate loss, especially with Jones. Like how many memes you seen in the year with Jones? Um, like he's there, yeah. like <laughs> like it's like <laughs> like I don't know. Like does he really knows how to play soccer and that, like football? You know, I'm just like, what are you doing, dude? Like how you yeah. made it to be on the top team from. Premier League and playing so weak as defensive, don't know no Smalling Bali, do you think either um, one of those? Bali, can... Bali, I think he has a chance. Uh, I think you just need more time. He had moments um, last season. Yeah, yeah he, he had a few. He had yeah. moments. Yes, Smalling, um, he's there on and off. Uh, just make sure you stay healthy. Like they just need to stay healthy. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Uh, and like I said, like I think with maybe Pogba trying to make sure you play a little bit more defensive mid. That can help a little bit more because he's pretty good at getting the ball back and start making a uh, you know counter attack quick and that's I think that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, get the ball back as soon as you can and start attacking. And I think Man U always best defensive was always attacking. You know that's one thing <clears throat> we got to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, Ray, your thoughts? I definitely think uh, McGuire would be a great asset to our team. I think if we have to pay the eighty million to get him, I think. Even though it's a little reach, a little bit more than I was willing to spend, I thought he was worth about sixty. But we need a we need a, we need that center defense um, definitely. I think um, he's just going to solidify that center, and I think he'll raise the bar for like Smalling or Eric Bailly or mm-hmm. um, even Lindendorf mm-hmm. um, to help with the with the well, De Gea. So here's here's a thought. Um, back in uh, 2007, no, no, it wasn't that long ago. 2012, when uh, David Moyes took over 
at Manchester United, right, Sam? Something like that, yeah. Okay, so uh, at the time, he was very interested in a Sheffield United center back. He wanted to spend uh, $10 million on him. Oh, I've heard and, of him. And and most most of their fans were like, fuck off, don't get anybody from the championship. Someone from the championship could not fill our could not fill I've heard the of spot him. on our team. Can I say who it is? Please, t- who, who was that uh, Sheffield United player? Harry fucking Maguire. Harry fucking Maguire. <laughs> 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 so you guys could have gotten him for $10 million, uh, I, I, you know, once again, seven years ago, if you fucking listened quali- to uh, quality, David Moyes. Yes, quality United piece of business. <laughs> Let Pogba go for free. Oh, you know what? Juventus actually finished developing developing him and gave him a chance. It's buying back for a world record fee. 89 million pound after letting him go for free. And then now, get Harry Maguire. So, like, you could have got him for $10 million, Now you're going to overspend by eight times as much. Sam, and, I understand you're one of the big six, but I'm going to explain something to you and that I deal with all the time as an Everton fan. They have fuck you money. Yeah. We, we, we don't have fuck you money. You don't have fuck you money. I know. You need to lower the price of Modelo's at, uh, at the uh, Ram Stadium. So yeah. Kroenke cares more about American football than he does Correct. English football. Absolutely. Apparently, he's but, uh, supposed to go to Madrid to seal the loan move for Danny Ceballos. And um, he's actually supposed to fly out himself to seal the the loan. Oh, that means it's that fucked. That means we're not fucking getting him. <laughs> yeah, yep. That means it's fucked. Yep, we're out. Yeah, I, I found that I found that in, little tidbit of history very interesting. It was like, oh, yeah, you could have gotten Maguire for $10 yeah. million seven years ago. And, and, <laughs> I think here's part of the problem with that, with that, uh, with that price tag that, that a lot of United fans, a lot of people just in general can't get comfortable with. He's not as good as Virgil van Dijk, who's the current world record fee for a defender. Who cost Liverpool seventy? Yeah, but central defenders are a hot commodity nowadays, and that's that's Absolutely. the market. So Harry Maguire being a being a world record fee for not as good of a player, you know what I mean? It's just it's hard to make sense of, but that's the current market. I mean, that's hey, what it is. But but. But for what they need, I mean, it's oh, it's exactly it, it, no, it what, fills the hole. Absolutely. What would be the number one thing you need on your team right now? Center defender. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. That, that's yeah. the guy you need. Ultimately, with Harry Maguire, you have someone that is an English national team player. He's a starter for that team. You are going to pay a premium. And let's face it, you guys have fuck you money. And and Lester knows they're going to get this payday, and they're going to go get this payday. So if you guys do pull them in, it's going to be it's going to be a ninety million signing. I mean, sorry. You yeah, know? I mean, you know, the other thing is it's going to take at least ten million dollars or ten million pound to fix Brendan Rodgers' teeth. <laughs> so uh, the club's still going to want to turn a profit after they pay that premium for the dental plan. You know what I mean? Fabulous. All right, so <laughs> now let's take one step back from the defense and let's look at uh, goalkeeping. Uh, certainly not uh, David de Gea's best season. But um, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, but he played okay. Yeah, he t- he uh, saw he saw a lot of shots. That's uh, for damn sure. But uh, reported today, so this is Sunday for behind the curtain. Uh, he just signed a five six year deal. Uh, to I think extend. it's five with an option for a six. Yeah, to stay on at one hundred seventeen million pound. Yeah, to stay on with uh, Manchester United. Now I think some of that also comes to the fact that um, you know Barca has their keeper. And Madrid has their keeper now. Yep. Um, yeah. Like I just with, with Courtois going back to Madrid, oh. it doesn't seem like like there's really any place for De Gea to go if he wants to go back to Spain. Zizou uh, actually also sold his son. <laughs> no shit. Luca Zidane is no longer a Real Madrid player. <laughs> he got loaned. Oh, he got loaned. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. He got, he got loaned. He is. So. Yeah. 
He is cold hearted. <laughs> yeah, Zidane. that dude does not give a fuck. I don't care. You, you, you are not good enough to be Zidane. You leave. <laughs> Headbutting bitches since two thousand six. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guys, with that being said, how much of this season do you, of last season do you blame on De Gea making poor decisions, or how much do you blame on the fact of him just being overloaded with the defense in front of him? Personally, I think uh, he did make some mistakes this year, but I think it really falls back on the defense. I think he's still one of the best keepers in the world, especially on the line. Um, but I think, you know, with the, the central defense is collapsing, he had to make – he had to be like play otherworldly, and you can't expect that from somebody all the time, like day in, day out, week in, week out. So I think – I think it's a great signing. I'm glad he's with us, still with us. I still, still think he's still the top one, two, three goalies in the world, and I think it's just going to make us better. Okay. Ollie, your thoughts on uh, De Gea? De Gea, well, <laughs> it was a horrible season from him, from everybody, to be honest. Um, but like he was saying, like Ray was saying, like I mean, you cannot stop every single shot that comes to you. The offensive is not helping you out. So, I mean, you, what else can you do? I mean, you might stop. Maybe five out of out of ten, twelve shots coming at you, uh, but he had pretty bad days too. So we got to blame him for a couple of them. That, but that Manchester City game, when City was making its run towards the title, that game flat out two errors, one thousand percent on De Gea. Absolutely, definitely. So, definitely. I mean, we always use the definitely. cliche, you know, every dam will break if it's under enough pressure, right? Yeah. Definitely. So he can make as many saves as he wants to make, you know. But I mean, if you face thirty shots that he only saves twenty nine of them, you're fucked. The, yeah, I mean, he did yeah. it against Arsenal, and you yeah, know, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I remember the that. the the Everton game. The first goal, thinly you know, failed dig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, first, the first goal. The first goal. Um, not much he could do, but the second goal that uh, uh, Sigurdsson took from outside the eighteen beat him near post. If I mean, my, myself being a former keeper, there's one law you live by: never get beat Definitely. on the near post. Never, never, ever. Because That's your post. Yeah. Well, well, you're showing it to them because you want them to shoot there because you know you're going to save it, and you know. And at that point, that game was still in touch for them, and. That's what changed the outcome of that match, honestly. Definitely. I, so I, De Gea I was... definitely had his slips last year. That's for certain. <clears throat> yep. Um, um, now, here's. let's get more into the minutiae of the team. Um, now, we, we you've already kind of hinted at your guys' thoughts of what you think Ole's going to do with the squad and what he's going to do with this, this side as a whole. Um, my, my, my question here is, is, do you think that Liverpool and Manchester City – starting to leave you in the distance do you think that they're getting ahead of you and you guys are maybe falling back to the pack a little uh, i mean for for far i think this whole year we're not competing against the top four teams uh this whole year we've been pretty much we're competing to stay on top six you know that's six right there just be sixth place on top of no 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 offense right. everton west ham wolves Competing against those teams, we were but never right. competing the whole season. We were never competing in Arsenal too. <laughs> but behind Sorry. behind Arsenal though, <laughs> true, true. I mean, but we were not competing. Actually, trying to do better, um, we were just looking for a sixth spot, and that was it. Uh, we, I think, we're not ready, and we were not ready at all this whole season to compete against top teams like Liverpool, Manchester City, even Tottenham. Like, I mean, they're pretty good. You know, I mean, they can never finish, but you know, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, you that know, was definitely uh, a dig. Yes, it was. <laughs> but, There's um, a dig that made Sam happy, though, so he's okay. 
Yeah, but you know, I, I just think as Man United is gonna take uh maybe not this season, maybe a couple more seasons to be the all United we all know. And yeah. Do you do you think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is gonna be able to make it work this season? This season, if we if we are patient, if the people is patient and give them time to work, maybe, but it's not gonna be this season. I think it's gonna maybe take next season probably. Because uh, I think this season he's Trying to renew the whole team, trying to give a new heirs coming in, and um, you will see a difference. I think you will see a difference, but you won't. You won't see Man United being top four or being. Oh yeah, we best team right now. They might start great, but can they hold right the whole season? It will be hard for them. Yeah. But they need bodies. They need people that wants to play for the team, that wants to play for the jersey. They don't. Yeah, that they, remembers uh, what it yes. is to be a Manchester United definitely. player. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, and we need that. I'm with you. Yeah. You know, nobody that's affected by the fact that your sleeve sponsor is a fucking toilet company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, Kohler. Look. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shit just like a club. <laughs> just, damn, I got him. All three of them bitches are silent. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of your... What, what is yours... Uh, Visit Rwanda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, visit Rwanda. I had that conversation with somebody at the uh, at the uh, Arsenal Fiorentina game in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked, just like, does the Department of the Interior like who pays for that? Right. The well, Visitors Bureau, like, who's paying the money for visit wherever? Like, is the country just signing a check? Our our sleeve. I don't get it. Our sleeve is an app game that nobody plays anymore. <laughs> Angry and, Birds. And our and our and our shirt sponsor um, is on the verge of going defunct and bankrupt. There you go. Yeah. Uh, speak, <laughs> so, really excited about real that quick, one. Speaking of outdated uh, uh, iPhone games. Yes. My wife just discovered. Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's all she's been playing for the last, oh, like, two weeks. Good Lord. All right, so uh, <laughs> back to the question. Sorry. Um, uh, do you, what about you, Ray? Do you feel like uh, Manchester's falling behind? Uh, what, what do you think? I believe that we are falling behind Manchester City and Liverpool, unfortunately. But I think I'm an internal optimist, and I love my club um, other than, you know, but I think we can definitely compete this year for, you know, definitely top six. But I, I think we can definitely finish third or fourth. Um, I think that Ole's got a really good um, game plan for me in Mopman place. But I think it just all depends on how the players respond on the pitch. I think the big test is going to be that opener against Chelsea on August the 11th. Mm-hmm. I think how well we play on that opener, I think it's going to dictate how the season goes. But I, I definitely think that, you know, we're heading in the right direction. I think, you know, we definitely got to give Ole at least two, three seasons. I know you signed a three-year contract. I think we got to let him play that three years out just to see where it's at, where we're at after those three seasons. I'm going to go ahead and call bingo. You're going to call bingo? I had I had a couple of halvesies that yeah. I wanted to call bingo on, Me but too. I wasn't I mean, exactly I've been sure very yet. very close, but I'm not sure if anything was there. All right, behind the curtain, boys, we've had a bingo game going the entire time on oh. delusional shit Manchester United fans would say. <laughs> what's, so, your, what's your bingo? All right, so, so I had my fuck Jose. 
Which okay. nobody said fuck Jose, but they were I very had, downtrodden Jose, about Jose Mourinho. Yeah. See, I had I hate Jose, but well, they I never actually it. said that. <laughs> I, I, I said I said uh, Jose fucked our season was mine. Okay, so, yeah, but, I, you know, but they never directly said he was no. responsible for the entire season going to right. shit. So I was I was you you saw me I was leading them that way I was like yeah, come on I know give it to me give it I, to I, me the I last so one I d- the <laughs> last one I, d- I directly asked Allie is Ole gonna make it work <laughs> I just what directly the? asked the question because so I was hanging that's, on that's so, not fair so what was the other one what was the other one by uh, the, way? the other one was get Rom out. Okay. Where yep. said, uh, Ray said that he would like to see him sold. Okay. Uh, so I've, that's I'll, the same. I'm going to go ahead and give you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you bingo on that one. Um, my bingo. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, mine were kind of habsies. Um, we'll be fine with Rashford. That was a definite in. They said, "Oh, we'll be okay with Rashford." Um, Rom is fat and or lazy. They did say that, Rom was slow and overweight. He said overweight. So, okay. So um, yeah, he said my, overweight. My my habsy my habsy one was. Ali did say we are amongst the best clubs in the world, uh, but he did not say the words directly. We are Man U, the best club in the world. Right. So I, I needed that <laughs> proclamation. So I only gave myself a habsy in there. Um, Mel, how, how close were you? Well, um, they did lure to the fact they'll be fine with Lingard. Mm. Um, they never talked about Pogba's PK, so I was screwed yeah, on I was that so one. so hoping you guys would um, talk about his... Uh, Ali never said we will win Europe. He was going more realistic, so that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured that the quote, thing was, was on there, close. so I didn't bring I was the close with Maguire, because I was waiting for them to say, Maguire will fix our defense, but they were yeah. just talking about how good he was going to do. Uh, and, mine mine uh, was Maguire, Maguire's too slow for our defense. Mine was the opposite <laughs> to see if they'd be like, nah, fuck that guy we're not spending 90 million on these two fucking slow i did get my free space though with oh, okay. sam compares or talks about arsenal oh i definitely got my free space that's a space sam a g one. mentions arsenal um uh, uh, if she had talked more well, I, this if isn't she had fair. talked more i would have <laughs> dude if she'd have ran her mouth i would have definitely told her to hit the fucking mute button yeah but, but she, she didn't knew run her mouth at all run the mouth was on this one so you're mm. not gonna give it she's not gonna say anything but you still won bingo not, so you guys had down. microphones that could direct them to answer the way you wanted it i tried that and it didn't fucking work <laughs> okay so 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 unfortunately i didn't get the ultimate delusional one which was we can win the league i was really hoping for that one uh get pogba out but apparently they want to keep pogba i still have hopes that it's coming that at least we will have won the premier league or mentioning how many titles and stuff they have they in won. History, yeah. and the fact, I'm and the sure fact that, that liverpool hasn't won any yeah yeah, yeah. That, that I'm, I'm, definitely... I'm confident that's still coming um i was also looking for and they've kind of hinted at it but it didn't really actually it's not Ole's fault, you know, yeah. that none of it's Ole's fault. Yeah. That's typical for Manchester United fans. So, uh, boys, sorry for doing that at your expense, but we had this planned out. We were like, we are definitely doing fucking bingo. They are definitely going to say these things. <laughs> Delusional shit, Manchester United fans yeah. say. So, well, um, that that actually got le- it. Wow. Yeah, so we were playing, and all of us have different things. So I gave us all different ones. So it wouldn't be anybody having the same ones. So. Um, now, um, but but that also being said, you hinted at it a little bit, Ali. But I'm going to ask you first, Ray. Um, is does this fan base, does this club have the patience to let Ole? do his fucking job or if there's a bad run of form are they just going to ax him and go by the next expensive manager or an Ole do you trust and then I can call bingo <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I already got the Dort Spirect running pants uh, for my win, please. Thank you. There's no uh, there's no prizes left. Well done. Well done. Yeah, uh, Mike, Mike Ashley only has so much of a budget for our uh, low-rent right. Manchester United uh, bingo. It's getting really deep in here. <laughs> So go ahead, uh, Ole. Do you think he's uh, he'll he'll get the opportunity? I think as I think he has to have the get the opportunity. I'm, I mean, we we invested so much, you know, the three year contract in him. You know, he's got the free reigns to sign any players supposedly to open the purse strings. He says he's really working really close with Woodward and everybody else um, within the organization to get back uh, Manchester United back to being the top in the league. So I think as a fan, we have to be patient. We have to let it run its course. Um, even if it starts off as like a shit show, like you said, um, like at, like Ali, Ali said earlier, we just, it might not be this season. It might be next season or the season after that, but I think we definitely have to give it a, ch- a, sh- a shot. We have to be patient. Yeah, like mm-hmm. any good virus, you got to let it run its course, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I>, um, <laughs> <laughs> As we pass the mic over to Ali, but let me uh, let me say this: I I think we now Chelsea. It's because it's self imposed because of the transfer ban coming up. But I think you're starting to see this even happened with Liverpool a few a few years ago. Yes, Liverpool was having a tough time. You know, there was a few seasons there where Everton was finishing in front of them, and they were finishing in and then got and fucked by Liverpool yeah. winning the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, then winning, but then coming <laughs> in like sixth, seventh, eighth place. But they did that in order to build the funds back up, build the side back up, be able to spend the money to to put themselves into contention again. And it seems like this is starting to become the the norm for some of these bigger clubs. They're saying, you know what? Maybe we just gotta. You know, don't just hire the big name guy and and give him two hundred million because that's not necessarily going to equal titles. So, uh, Ali, go ahead. Your thoughts? Uh, like you know, like Ray was saying, I think we got to give him, let him work, let him work. That's all. That's all we got to have to do right now. Because if you want to go hire somebody else, it's just going to be another headache. You got to have to go through new tactics again. The players start getting like, uh, we just learned something. Now you want to change our way of playing now again. The mid season. When it's not gonna work, you cannot just start from the beginning, start working, finish up. You know, you cannot just start something you in the middle of something. You know, like it's like when you're doing something at home, you start building something, then it's like, oh, let me just do something else. The other stuff never got done. So they just let them work. Hopefully, you know, top three, top four, we can finish. Uh, qualify to Champions League again. Uh, we have to do something. Um, and just um, let's hopefully they do great. And if they don't, I mean, just be patient. The players need to start working too, not just him as a manager, but the players too. We can just blame the manager. You know, we got to make the players play hard. Like you pay, you get paid them that big amount of money not to do your job. Is Yeah, I mean, that, that's absolutely true. You yeah. know, it, the manager can only do so much. The players still have to go out and execute. Yes. And at the same time, um, the players have to take some responsibility. Yep. You know, if the shit's not working, change it on the field. And that's where I think Manchester United, I think Arsenal forever lacked um, uh, under Wenger, where in that everybody got comfortable in those last few years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, shit's not going right. There's no Roy Keane on the field. There's no Patrick Vieira on the field that says, hey, fuckers, do your fucking jobs or take the next six minutes and we're going to do it this way. 
and see if that works. There's nobody to, to take the game by the scruff of the neck and change tactics mid-game. You know, take it take it on themselves. There's not a big enough personality in the a, side. A right proper prick. Yeah. Someone, there's, someone, because uh, there's un- unfortunately the guy in the middle pulling the strings is Pogba, and you know what? He's not a right proper dick. He's more. Right, of a he's, still, he's still taking the penalty from 15 minutes ago <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of defending. Uh, True that. But uh, you know, you you have to get that leadership on the field. Yeah. You know, and you can only do so much. You know what I mean? As as a manager, like I said, I mean, you put the tactics in place, you put the players on the field, but if they don't take that and, and execute. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. So um, you kind of already answered the question that I'm going to ask. So uh, let go me ahead. go ahead and pose it to uh, mm-hmm. to Ray here. Um, ultimately, how do you think Manchester United finishes this next campaign? How does it go for him? Well, I think we're going to finish in the top six, whether be- between four and six, I believe. Um, I would like to finish fourth and get back to the Champions League. But I think if we have to win the Europa League this year again, like we did under Jose, um, did to get back to the Champions League, then I'm fine with that as well. Uh, I still, I still think we're going to be really competitive. Uh, I think we're going to beat Arsenal, and I think we're going to finish above Arsenal. But that's just, that's just, just like my personal this, opinion. Just like you said this season, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> you didn't um, though. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> we let you win. You know this 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 time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I really like to see the us. And Arsenal go back and forth like it was back in the you know back late the days, yeah, the, the late nineties and everything, finishing one two. But but again, it can't be that because there's no fucking personalities on the field to make it happen. You know, um, you've yeah. got James Milner, Jordan Henderson, uh, Gigi Wijnaldum at Liverpool. You've got Fernandinho and now Rodri. You know, you've got that field general. You've got that personality on the sure, field that's going to have those battles. It's going to give everything for the shirt. Put in the tackle, even though it's late, just to galvanize the team. They those two clubs have a me, you know. That's what I do for DU. How many cards do I take just to fucking prove a point? Oh yeah, just most just. of the time I turn around. I'm like, hey, fuck all you guys talking to my own team. Do yeah. something, yeah, or you're gonna be on the end of this. Yeah, you exactly. know, we don't have those players at 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 Arsenal and Manchester United right now. No, you know, you just got one in in or are keeping one. I'm, I'm sorry, in Adrisa Gay. Um, and you're keep you you've got one in Gomez who came in late a couple of times and done the you know stand up from the tackle and clap his team don't, on like come on guys don't talk so fast on gay and that's uh, we're about to I just I just yeah. heard PSG salt, thirty million salt in the wounds on that one yeah, yeah I just heard PSG about that all day million, yeah. but but you know what makes me feel better this is what ultimately makes me feel better what's that we kicked the shit out of them for nothing <laughs> the last time we played them. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is speculation time. Manchester United edition. <laughs> so, um, uh, Sam, before you get uh, started here, um, I am reminded the traveling brotherhood of the Bottle of Malort Uh-oh. hasn't visited these two young gentlemen yet. So it is time. Is this in referencing that Everton win <laughs> a couple of months ago? Fucking right it is. <laughs> I let y'all in a little secret. Oh, Mr. Jepsons never forgets. <laughs> no, he does not. He does Uh-oh. not. I think Ray remembers something. <laughs> I remember you doing a show when Everton won. It was like an eight-minute episode, and you said you would do six shots of Malort. Yeah, I said if that If Liverpool after... won the league. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. no, no. He, was... Just, he was so happy that Everton won. Oh, that beat United, yeah. yeah. 
that he said he would do six shots. <laughs> um, um, so, to quote, to quote Bull Durham, people say the craziest things in the throes of passion. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, also let's just face it. Um, I had drank an entire bottle of rye whiskey that day because we had no power. Liverpool had just lost the league, and I was feeling zero pain. I did do my three shots, which I feel fully fine on. But uh, you <laughs> it know, it's to be a bit much. Don't, don't don't worry. I'll do plenty of fucking shots of Malort next season. It would literally so, melt his taste buds if he did six in one show. <laughs> so, boys, boys, I'd like you um, as you get ready to taste um, earwax that threw up. Um, and, uh, as, as you ingest this, just, just think of Jose Mourinho going down your throat <laughs> right now. Enjoy. Right. Jepson's Malort brought to you by Dort Spirect. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Guess that happens when you come from a country with war crimes. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that we're coming. <laughs> oh my god! Um, um, th- there's a lot going on between the ears of Ray right now. He just as as Ollie's talking, right? You just the eyes are moving, the face is just trying to. Please, please, Ray, uh, explain. Well, what's Go what's going through the, the the ears there? Well, I know. Listen to the show. How uh, you guys said how terrible this tastes, and Ugh. I will have to say that I've had worse, but this is horrendous. <laughs> it, 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 it. Oh, 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 Ale! Now you're getting that uh, nice throw-up um, taste. There it is. It's like I licked the ass crack of Jose Marino, <laughs> and and then kissed Samuel Graham on the lips oh. at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Found out a way to get a dig in on Mr. Graham. That's fine. <laughs> this one I'll take gladly. That's fine. All right, Sammy, why don't you go ahead and give us our Manchester United uh, shit show, spectacular transfer, rumor, All speculation right. time. Um, well, you know, to kick it off, I, I do want to say that um, and give a shout out to the pricks that aren't here uh, real quick. Uh, DU was actually linked with six Manchester United fans to be in here all at the same time, all of which are close friends of ours, and we got stuck with you two twats. Uh, <laughs> you, so. know, you know, go, 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 go figure. Those assholes had, like, responsibilities, like family obligations and children and jobs and shit. Look, you four fuckers, you all need to get your priorities straight. Do you first, the rest of that shit second, okay? Absolutely. Okay, go ahead, Sam. All right, so the first rumor is every player that's under 31 that's still able-bodied. I uh, already said that one earlier. Um, Harry Maguire, obviously, for 80 or 90 million. Um, another winger, which we, we mentioned briefly for around 70 million from Lil. Uh, it's the Ivory Coast International Nicholas Pepe. Um, De Gea, uh, as we said, is going to sign a new six year deal worth around 117 million, which will make him the highest paid goalkeeper in the world. Yep. Um, still a great shot stopper. Still not super convincing coming off of his line, but mm. if they can find a quality center back, he won't need to be. Probably, probably the best goalkeeper off on the line <laughs> in the world. I, right. He, he he he. Minus his slip ups, there's then games where you see like against Tottenham the one nothing victory where you just go, oh yeah, that's right. That's why he's the fucking best well, I mean, on the line in the you world. You could say yeah, that about anybody yeah. though. I mean, minus his slip ups, Mustafi's the greatest defender that's ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Mustafi <laughs> Mustafi doesn't pull off like a game-saving tackle. Oh, no. You know, and no. then do that four times in a game like De Gea does. No, absolutely correct. No. Uh, Ole has told Jesse Lingard to stop acting like an idiot and step his game up after that uh, Instagram video or Facebook Live or whatever he did um, uh, in uh, Miami. 
Uh, United have rejected a 53.9 million pound offer from Inter for Lukaku. Um, so I think they're trying to hold out for that 70 million they want. Hmm. Um, Gareth Bale's that would, that would still be a 20 million dollar loss. Correct. Uh, Gareth Bale's agent has publicly blasted Real Madrid coach Zinedine Zidane, so it looks like Bale uh, is actually going to leave. The biggest rumor is China because they're the only ones with enough money to really pay him properly. Well, not properly, to pay him what he wants to be paid. Um, but he was linked with United during this window, and it looks like he's going to be available, and apparently they like to stockpile wingers. Actually, like I had uh, breaking news. Apparently, PSG trying to offer Neymar for Garibaldi. Really? Yes. So that's what PSG Why? trying to do. Who knows what they're trying to do, but, you know, then that was... Oh, they right outside of Paris, they do have that Ryder Cup golf course. There you go. Yep. That was built specifically for that. He'd love that there. Make it, you know what I think? It, I think with Madrid, it's the we don't want you to have Neymar Barcelona. Yeah, it's just probably, to be dicks. Yeah. yeah, just to take him away from there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and then lastly, uh, I did hear a rumor that Manchester United is looking for a new accountant to rein in Ed Woodward. Um, as apparently he literally just wants to throw stacks of cash at stuff that doesn't make sense and then act surprised when it doesn't work out. <laughs> uh, so. There, there oh, is uh, <laughs> one one other uh, legitimate rumor out there too is um, sporting Lipson uh, winger uh, uh, Fernando Bruno or Bruno Fernando. Bruno Fernando. That'd be Lib uh, yeah. Lisbon. Lisbon. Sorry, L- Lipson is what we upload Lipson. this podcast. I said Lipson. <laughs> I said Libsyn. And besides, congratulations I'm, for remembering that, Graham. <laughs> I I am the name assassin, but you are the speculation time guy. And you know what? When I went Google Manchester United transfer news, guess what? The first thing that popped up was what? that you're fucking slipping. Get better at your job. Dick. Sorry, Sky Sports didn't have it. That's the only website I look at. I don't have time to do real admin. We know this. Get better. I don't know why it's a surprise. You should. You you know what? When you look in the mirror. Just realize how much you've disappointed me. <laughs> so again, um, behind the curtain, we're recording on Sunday. We don't have DU Talk because we don't play till Tuesday. Right, exactly. So we got nothing for you. Um, but of interest. Uh, Ale actually used to play for us. And much like Lauren Conchoni this week, stopped returning our phone calls when it came time to play the next week. Uh, so, so um, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, dickhead? <laughs> Got him, coach. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like Roy Keane on Man U TV right now. <laughs> Fucking get it. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, like I was saying, it was fun playing uh, with you guys. Um, we I loved having I you. It. We really did. All jokes yes. aside, we loved having you. It was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was just competitive level. We had it there. Like, uh, like I mean, you, Sam, you were complaining. Like, you know, we're a bunch of old people, but still, you guys were giving that all. Like against like twenty year olds sometimes because it's a really competitive league. Um, it was fun. You know, if, after As all that, by our two losses so far this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we did really good. I think we were always the team that everybody wanted to beat. Uh, they don't like us that much because we would never back down for a fight. Uh, that's one thing and, for sure, and, especially Sam. <laughs> and and go, go ahead and say that as a Mexican and Honduran man, go ahead and say it. What's the other reason why they always wanted to beat us? Because we were white. Yep. <laughs> that was oh, it. And we were the white boy team. Since, <laughs> since we brought up Ali's nationality, uh-huh. uh, real quick, I did want to apologize for everybody. Um, Obviously, through this medium, we can't have subtitles. So, <laughs> if you, 
Sorry about that. Oh, boy. I knew it. I knew it. You guys were going to come out with that. Graham, don't be upset because he rolls his R's so much better than you do. I know. I'm the resident Puerto Rican. Come on. I'm supposed to be the Latin one. Tried to say barrilito. You see what happens. I saw you nod your head. I did pretty good with it. I saw you nod your head. No, hold on, Sam. I had problems in the kitchen when we were doing the Facebook Live, but yeah. I always thought you were Danish and Cuban. Oh, fuck off, mate. Alrighty. Oh, okay. So, anyways, um, that about wraps it up. <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam, any parting words? Um, not really. No, no. This week, not at all. How was your weekend? It was good. You had fun. Yeah. Okay. I had a good time. All right. I Do talked about, special. I, I talked about it on the Tuesday show. Okay. So I just, I'm just saying, you're just, you know. I'm just saying an opportunity for you to talk, and I give it to you, and you don't. So guess what? You're done. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. By the way, (laughs) I have. (laughs) No, we we stopped into a lot of supporters pubs uh, down in Charlotte, um, met a bunch of people. It was great. Everybody was very welcoming. Uh, Really appreciate everybody that uh, took the time out to talk to me, took a business card, um, or took a picture of one when I started running low on them. Um, (laughs) That happened. Uh, but I did meet one of Arsenal's most famous supporters for the fourth time, and this time I actually got to spend some time with him, uh, a guy named Baz. Um, he runs a uh, magazine uh, called The Gunshot. Um, that or the uh, I don't have it in front of me. I forget the name of it. Anyway, I'll talk about it later. But he, <laughs> he it only comes out six times a season, and it's only available at the Supporters Club in London. You can't get anywhere else. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, and uh, I think it's Gun Flash, mm-hmm. actually. Gunflash. It is Gunflash. Um, cost two pound fifty. Uh, they much like this lose money on it every time it comes out, which is why they went from eight times a season to six times a season. Right. Um, but he was very generous with his time and uh, said he's actually going to toss our business card in the um, in the old magazine. Quite there. So, lovely. So yeah, take, it was worth it. So take that, Mike fucking Rogers. Yeah. Oh. Yep. And um, there is a business uh, that I went to, the Everton Supporters Bar. Uh, and I'm not going to say the name until he promised me he was going to pimp us on his uh, social media. So I'm going to wait for that to happen before I drop my uh, drop my plug. Heard, he heard. Well, um, <laughs> boys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Ray, had a great time, man. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed being here. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Ollie, have a uh, lovely seeing you as always. I mean, it's not like it's hard to <laughs> see you. I saw you this afternoon in the backyard. So. But uh, great great to see you, sir. Uh, any Anything you boys want to plug? Uh, I mean, like... Um it was how, uh, nice to be here for you guys. Uh, see you guys again, especially Sam, yep. Graham. Uh, don't see him that often no more because I don't play with the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it was nice to see you guys again. Um, you know, like I said, uh, I run an academy around this area. So mm-hmm. kids, uh, different ages, all ages, training, everything. So you guys can follow me on Instagram. You know, Ale Football underscore Training, and yeah, that's A L E underscore Football F U T B O L. Yep. Uh, is it underscore football or underscore no, no. training? Underscore training. Sorry. So Ale football. Ale football. I'm <laughs> admin. Like the team. I know it's Arsenal. bad. Mm-hmm. Ale football underscore training. There you uh, go. So man. check him out and um, get your kids trained up by him. Thank you very much, thank boys. You so, much for so us. Um, thanks again for joining us, boys and girls. Uh, we will have a couple of bonus episodes throughout the next few weeks. Like this one is going to be posted on Thursday, and we'll do a normal Tuesday show and a Thursday show. And we're going to do that for the next three weeks because we suck at admin. We've run out of time, and we need to hurry up and finish up the uh, uh, reviews of all the fucking teams this season. So, yep. uh, till uh, next time, everybody. Take care. Good night.
Uh, and the show's already named Man U. Or Man U Shit Show Spectacular. Yeah. We'll just do Man U so it's not as long. <laughs> yes, the Man U Shit Show Spectacular. Or you can name it Manchester United is being investigated for human trafficking after being linked with every able bodied footballer that's alive. 